It's time for InsureTalk with insurance industry tech geek and Guidewire chief evangelist, Laura Drabik. In this podcast series, we don't just talk about innovative ideas in PNC insurance. We talk with industry trailblazers about the big ideas they made happen and how they did it. If you're looking for insights on the trends and technologies reshaping the industry, an all-new InsureTalk starts now. Welcome to InsureTalk. My name is Laura Drabeck and I'm the Chief Evangelist at Guidewire. In this episode, I have the privilege of interviewing Catherine Degagne-Bazil, Executive Vice President of Business Performance and Information Technology at Benova. Catherine is a seasoned executive and has spent her career in IT governance and organizational transformation. Catherine joined Benova in 2020 after a successful career in the public sector, holding a number of senior positions, including one that I am most impressed with, Digital Transformation Secretary. The focus of today's conversation will be on how Beneva navigated a merger of two well-known insurance carriers into one brand, all while implementing a modern insurance platform. No easy feat by any measure. Hello, Catherine. Thank you for joining my podcast. Hello, Laura. Thank you so much for having me. Tell our listeners about your role at Beneva and what gets you fired up every day to work in insurance. Sure. I am CIO at Beneva in charge of IT and leader of business performance, which means that I am in charge of important levers to achieve strategic objectives and maximize the organization's business performance, such as agility, innovation, process optimization, enterprise architecture, and business analysis centers of excellence. The challenge of being part of a great transformation, part of a new adventure from the beginning to contribute to creating Beneva's DNA is certainly something that is firing me up every day. And also to find a way to orchestrate this extremely complex and colossal integration to solve problems every single day and find ways to move forward is something else that I live for. To see the pride and satisfaction in team members after achieving each small win is also something that I'm really excited about. Sounds very impressive to me, Catherine. Beneva is the result of the merger of La Capital and SSQ Insurance, and these are two Quebec-based mutuals. Congratulations, Catherine, on creating the largest mutual insurance company in Canada with over 3.5 million members and clients. Thank you, Lara. We're really, really excited about that. So what was your motivation for merging these two leading insurers? And what are the benefits you hope to achieve? Yes, Beneva is the unification of two companies with complementary products and services. La Capital was a major player in PNC insurance, whereas SSQ stood out in group insurance. The coming together of La Capital and SSQ insurance also solidifies Beneva's position in individual insurance and financial services. As you know, the insurance landscape is always changing and both companies wanted to give themselves the means to continue their growth and remain competitive. And in order to do so, both companies had to modernize their IT ecosystem, which requires major investments and a lot of talent to accomplish. Together as one company, Beneva is in a better position to achieve its goals of taking advantage of a modernized, sophisticated and efficient IT ecosystem. Together, we will provide a standout customer experience and become one of the best employers in Canada. That is certainly our ambition. 
That's a great ambition to have, and I'm sure you'll achieve it. So what is the meaning behind the name Beneva? From the very beginning, it was clear that a new brand identity was necessary to better represent our new company as well as our vision. Beneva is a made-up name that reads well in both French and English. It's derived from Bene, which means good, and Va, which means to go. So really, Beneva is a positive name that speaks to the strengths and stability of a major insurance company, while suggesting a more caring nature, resulting in a whole new experience. I like that. Bene, good, va, go. Makes sense. Yeah. Well done. So why evaluate and then implement new technology at the same time as merging two carriers? Well, prior to the merger, La Capital had been looking to replace its legacy platform, Opus, with Guidewire. Since SSQ had already implemented Guidewire, when we combined operations, the decision was clear. Guidewire was to become Beneva's new PNC platform. So no, it's not a new technology because it was already tried and tested at SSQ. But what it boils down to is that we either improve or upgraded each company's system based on the products and methods used to come up with a more comprehensive solution. In our case, the best solution was already at SSQ, so we simply decided to deploy it throughout Beneva while making some adjustments to automate even more some of the processes designed in the system at SSQ and make sure that we leverage out-of-the-box functionalities in order to be cloud-ready. Implementing new technology during a merger can help set best practices, realize synergies, and address obstacles immediately upon close. Catherine, how will implementing a new platform support your merger effort and new brand? Yes, yeah, so the basis of our integration is consolidating our systems and processes while choosing carefully what has the most sustainability, flexibility, and modern options in order to get the ecosystem we need. In most cases, in our different programs, we simply decided to leverage the best technologies and tools that were already used in our two organizations. That's what made the most sense, diminished our risk factor, and allowed us to integrate in the shortest amount of time. Only when it was not possible because the system in place could not provide the desired outcome for us, did we decide to implement a brand new technology. We want to be the most technologically advanced and modern insurance company in Canada. We want to provide an enhanced customer experience that is focused on the client. We truly believe Guidewire is helping us position ourselves accordingly. Awesome. Great information. When we come back after this short break, we'll continue our conversation with Catherine de Gagne-Bezil. Digging in Sure Talk with Laura Drabic? Be sure to subscribe on Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're at it, rate the show on Apple Podcasts and let us know how we're doing. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to InsureTalk. This is Laura Drabic, and I'm talking to Catherine Degagne-Bazil, EVP, CIO at Beneva. Catherine, the Guidewire footprint at Beneva is complex. You have a billing center project, a policy center project, a claim center project, and you're integrating legacy systems at the same time as embarking on your Guidewire cloud transition. How do you ensure that your projects and initiatives all stay connected? I guess the short answer is by working really, really hard at communicating between us what is important and by making sure that all involved are engaged and mobilized in their task of the program. Beneva set up an integration executive vice presidency in order to ensure optimal execution of the integration. It is dedicated to governing, 
facilitating, orchestrating, and understanding in a global and sectorial view each milestone of the integration, as well as measuring its deployment. Each sector, such as DNC, has an appointed leader. The integration leader work with business and IT teams in an agile mode to execute the integration. Veneva has a rigorous governance in place to ensure fast decision-making and problem-solving, and to identify the top priorities, as well as the orchestration challenge where each layer of management is involved. We have a program structure in place, a comprehensive roadmap for each of them, and a refined deployment plan. For our PNC, we also have a cloud migration plan. Our teams are multidisciplinary, multi-sectoral, and responsible for the execution. We've expanded our team with experts from Guidewire and partners, and we have trained, even certified our employees. I'm proud to share that two weeks ago, we have delivered the claims module with very few bugs and happy, happy users. We take pride in delivering high quality and manageable pieces, and we believe that's what makes us stand out at Beneva. Well, congratulations on your Claim Center Go Live. We too strive to deliver high quality. Thank you for sharing that with us. So outside of your technology responsibilities, how are you managing the people and process responsibilities of the merger? Within the integration EVP, we have dedicated change management expert teams for each sector and a communication team that contributes to the success of the integration and that accompany each EVPs in their transformation. What we are going through is a massive change for all of our employees, one way or the other, and we're spending a lot of time managing and understanding all of the different aspects of all the changes we're going through. Also, by consolidating this expertise, we ensure that we communicate the right messages at the right time at all levels of the company. In my particular EVP, we created centers of excellence to pull our strength and expertise and allow us to consolidate and standardize practices processes and methods in order to facilitate onboarding of our employees and be more efficient at ex executing. Throughout the enterprise, we use Office Vive to poll employees and stay connected to the realities of the field. We seek expertise to ensure that we have all the different talents we need and to help our employees grow internally. We also mobilize our managers and encourage them to do daily scrums with employees and serve as our integration ambassadors. Are there any surprise learnings that you can share with us? The fact that we have been able to organize, orchestrate, and carry out a major transformation with everyone working from home is mind-blowing. No one could have expected such a high level of performance in virtual mode. Also, it's not surprising, but nevertheless remarkable is the resilience of our teams. Despite all the hurdles, our indicators show high mobilization, strong commitment, and utmost pride in everything we've accomplished. The strength and stability of our operational team is what keeps us going and frees up time to focus on our transformation. You have an interesting perspective on partner ecosystems and how they add value to an insurer. Would you mind sharing that with our listeners? Yes, absolutely. It starts with a vision. In my executive vice presidency, we include in our vision a strong element about becoming a key partner with each other first, because we want our teams to work together. We want the different teams and the different vice presidencies to learn to work better together. We also want to be a great partner with our other colleagues in the other EVPs. We want to be recognized as uh, IT experts for the excellent 
excellence that we bring for our simplicity and efficiency of our services. With suppliers and external partners, we also want to develop a very strong partnership to support each other. And because uh, we want to be mutually responsible and accountable for achieving our common goals. Basically, it is clear with the industry rapidly transforming that we need all of the right expertise at the right place. And we believe that we can achieve greatness and be stronger when we have the right partners. There's just no way of being able to do it all anymore, particularly in our context where everything's moving so quickly in our integration and uh, making sure that all the right people and the right expertise together ensure success in complicated projects. So having our partners that are very knowledgeable in their expertise in the Guidewire products, for instance, is extremely valuable. And we want to keep working really well together to make sure that it's a win-win for everybody. I like that. Partnership rigor starts internally first. Well said. Catherine, you jumped into the insurance industry two years ago. Many of our InsureTalk listeners, like myself, has spent most of our careers working in insurance. I'm curious to understand how the insurance industry compares to other industries that you've worked in with regards to complexity of business problems to be solved and complexity of legacy landscapes you had to navigate. Can you share with us some intel there? I guess I can say after spending 20 years in the public sector and talking with peers from different industries, what is clear to me now is that the issues are the same everywhere. The lack of consistent infrastructure investments, for instance, the lack of adequate success planning, the lack of efficient technical support or poor preparation against the threat of cyber attacks, market competitiveness, the speed of change. We're all experiencing these same elements. However, the success factors are also the same everywhere. The ability to really drive and mobilize talented individuals, the ability to navigate through high turbulence, to stay positive despite a demanding workload, the ability to manage short-term needs while looking ahead to ensure the company's sustainability and long-term performance. And the reason the results are not the same everywhere is due to the culture of each organization and the capacity to execute. The culture has the highest impact on a company's ability to complete a transformation. If the culture is not in line with our business needs, then regardless of all the investments and resources, the result will never match the ambition. In the end, human beings are at the heart of these achievements. And regarding the insurance industry, uh, I think that global insurers have enabled Canada to follow and learn from them. While progress has been made in the recent years, the Canadian insurance industry remains nascent when it comes to implementing digital capabilities and emerging technologies. Even though Canadian insurers are investing in digital to stay on pace with the domestic market, they are significantly behind. We will need to do a lot of catching up to reap the benefits of our digital shift. Despite the fact that the Canadian industry has been slow to adopt digital, studies show that Canadian consumers are ready and often prefer to buy online. So insurers are open to new and innovative business models, offerings and experiences enabled by digital capabilities. 
And I would think that COVID-19 pandemic has also accelerated these trends. The Canadian insurance industry is lagging behind other markets because of its continuing reliance on legacy systems, particularly with respect to life and health insurance, because of the unique competitive nature of its landscape and its strict regulatory and data environment. But coming from the public sector, which is highly regulated, of course, I can say that regulation brings constraints, but still it is possible to move forward and it does have direct impacts on our ability to move quickly in our transformation, but it's still doable. And right now at Beneva, we're investing massively to make sure that we have all of the right ecosystem to really achieve our ambitions and be closer to what our customers are expecting from us, particularly in our digital transformation. Hey, Catherine, can you tell our listeners how Beneva fosters the next generation of insurance professionals through an insurance course targeted at university-age students? Sure. Well, in Quebec, CIGEP is a post-secondary learning institution that offers one to three-year programs. For the insurance sector, CIGEP allows young people to obtain a license that makes them eligible for a job at Beneva immediately after graduation. It is therefore possible for them to start their career off with good working conditions, should they decide not to go to university. However, we encourage our employees to continue their university studies and take additional training like certified insurance professional thanks to our tuition reimbursement program. The goal is to help them drive their career forward. So for instance, the Cégep de Sainte-Foy offers a three-year training program on financial and insurance services. This program includes introductory courses on property and casualty insurance. Two graduating classes have completed the program to date, but the school wants to access to cloud-based development environments with Claims Center to be able to do PNC mock claims. They asked Beneva because of its partnership with GuideWire to get access to environments that could allow them to do such training within their program. This is not a training program for Beneva or at Beneva's request. Many insurers will benefit from this, especially since future employees will have been trained on GuideWire. Great. Thanks, Catherine. On the other side of this break, we'll continue the conversation. So don't go anywhere. Loving InsureTalk with Laura Drabik? For more expert insights and inspiration, subscribe to Laura's email newsletter at drabikdigest.com, your one-stop resource for Laura's latest blog posts, videos, podcasts, articles, and more. That's www.drabikdigest.com. Now let's get back to the show. Welcome back. This is InsureTalk with Laura Drabik, where we're talking with Catherine Degagne-Belzile. Catherine, you have decades of experience working in technology. What drew you to tech? According to a study by Technocompetence, most women only discover the field of IT after someone insists that they consider a job opportunity that did not seem attractive to them at all at first. So my decision was influenced by a very special woman, my mother. So I fit perfectly into the statistics. I wish I could have a, a more inspiring story, but the fact of the matter is I did not know what I wanted to do. My mother was a very early adapter and she introduced me to IT and pushed me to go into that program. So because I was attracted to the logical and analytical side of things in school, I enjoyed the program and that's how I started my career in IT. Well, let's have a call out to Catherine's mom. Thank you, Catherine's <laughs> mom, for getting her involved in IT. So according to McKinsey, as you well know, Catherine, women only hold 34% of entry-level engineering roles. And I think a few ways that we can encourage 
more women to get into engineering and tech is by doing some simple things like removing gender bias from job descriptions. Stop saying we need a rock star. That's that's not what attracts women. Also creating women specific mentorship programs. And also what I've personally taken on is expanding my network and elevating the company profile through speaking engagements and media that will attract female candidates. Catherine, what other things can we do? We need to make the cliches of the IT worker disappear because they are stopping the promotion of enrollment in IT programs. And I think that we need to do as much as possible so we have an opportunity to reach the women. Fewer than 15% reach management position and less than 5% reach executive position. It is simply not enough. There are very few female role models who can promote IT careers to other women. And what we know without a doubt is that the the more women you see in diverse roles in IT, the more comfortable women are to step into those roles and the more confident they are that those roles are suitable for them. Women often feel that these are the exceptions. We need to work in different areas. And what we are doing here at Beneva is that we are very much involved in a nonprofit organization named Mon Avenir TI, founded in 2012 and now bringing together 61 member companies such as Beneva. And its goal really is to promote the information technology sector and increase the number of information technology enrollments and graduations. And it's certainly true for women. And through that, we help and participate specific initiatives for women, but also for young girls in high schools. And one of the things we need to keep working on is really to uh, demystify what a job in IT really, really looks like. And we need to be able to talk about the aspect of the job that can relate better to girls. We know that we have a brand issue in the IT industry, we must promote IT work as early as primary school, as secondary school. And the more we explain it and we talk about it, and the more and the better chances people in general, but particularly women, will want to come on board and work in the industry. That sounds like a fantastic initiative. I just wish I was able to pronounce it, but well done. <laughs> Thank you. As a woman working in tech, Catherine, a lesson I had to learn the hard way is to have the confidence to take a seat at the management table. But you walk into the conference room, there's the table and there's a set number of chairs around it. And then there's that outer ring of chairs against the wall. If you've earned a spot at the grown-ups table and you want to be heard, then you need as a woman to take a seat as a female working in tech, are there any lessons or advice you would like to share with our audience? Yes, absolutely. Although I want to be careful not to generalize and therefore participate in the making of stereotypes, there's still a few things I have witnessed over the years concerning women in the industry. Women too often have an unjust and somewhat distorted view of their abilities in the sense that they are often too severe when evaluating themselves. If they are not perfectly in control of a skill, they believe that they they don't have what it takes because they are generally very demanding towards themselves and their own expectations. Fortunately for me, confidence is not something I lacked in my career. And I can say for certain now that it has been one of my most significant strengths. So building confidence is extremely important in a career, particularly when you're a woman in IT. And there's different ways of achieving that. In my case, knowledge in all aspects of my work helped build my confidence in all my projects 
projects, I took time and effort to understand and research the different aspects of my work, develop my abilities to be more relevant to my team. Because one thing is for certain, if you do not believe in yourself, you cannot expect others to believe in you. Another important element I would like to mention is that confidence and abilities bring opportunities. Confident and capable people get noticed. And confident does not mean extroverted. It is something else entirely. And when you get noticed, you get offered new opportunities. And my advice when you get offered new opportunities is this one. First, you need to be open to listen to those new opportunities. Second, you need to be wise enough to recognize which one are better suited for yourself. And third, you need a bit of courage to seize the opportunity that is good for you because that's when you learn the most and that you can truly develop. Doing things that are scary is often good for you. So be confident, be your own ambassador in knowing your own self-worth and recognizing your abilities and go for it because you can do it. I'm sure of it. Sage input, Catherine. You've got me all psyched up here. Be confident. <laughs> Be your own brand ambassador, if you will, and just go for it. Sage input. So last question for you. What is a common myth about your profession that you want to debunk? Yeah, and I think that's something that we need to work together on for our next generation is that working in IT means working alone in front of a computer all day long. Of course, putting aside the um, virtual reality reality of the COVID years behind us, IT work is not about working alone. IT work is always, almost always working in a team and, you know, complementing each other with different skills. And it's a people's business, even though it's the IT industry. I very much believe that working in IT is all about the people because we're transforming and we're changing things. So I think that we need to make sure that people understand way better the value in the characteristics of working in IT. Catherine, thank you very much for your time today and for your incredible insight on our topic of mergers and implementations. You've showed us it's not just about ideas, it's about making ideas happen. Thank you so much, Laura. It was a pleasure for me. Tune in next time for an all-new episode of Insure Talk with Laura Drabik, brought to you by Guidewire, the platform PNC insurers trust to engage, innovate, and grow efficiently. For more information, visit guidewire.com.